Tandem Nomad episode 213. Setting yourself as the go-to expert in your industry does not happen from a day to another. You are going to have to take the time to build up your reputation. But how are you going to do that effectively? And this is exactly what we'll cover in this episode. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and tips to grow a successful, portable business and thrive in your global nomadic life. This is your host, Emel Deragi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. I'm really passionate about helping my clients become the expert to go to in their industries. And this is something that can take a bit of time. However, there is a way to do this in an effective and strategic way to not indeed waste your time in trying a ton of different things before the clients and the peers of your industry start seeing the value of what you have to provide. So today I'm going to share with you the three key notions that you have to understand and adopt for you to become the go-to expert. It is what marketers call the know, like and trust factor. So in fact, for you to become the go-to expert, you need to make sure that people first of all know you, then like you, then trust you. And once they trust you, not only you become the expert to go to, but on top of it, become somebody who manages to convert prospects into clients effectively. So I'm going to share with you some key tips here of how to create this know, like, and trust factor in an effective way. Now, if you are really ready to commit to building a solid marketing strategy to be able to become the go-to expert, then make sure to go to the show notes of this episode where I offer you a free workbook where you will be able to work on these steps effectively with a roadmap, exercises, templates to help you do that and have a plan to create a solid marketing strategy and solid foundations for your business to be able to grow consistently, attract clients and become a reference in your industry. So in the show notes of this episode, I offer you my workbook where I'd share with you this 3C system to revenue and impact. So go to tandemnomads.com slash 213 and download your workbook where we go into details about some of the things I will share with you today. All right, so before we dive into this topic, it is really important for me that you understand that for you to become the go-to expert, it takes time. So you might know some big names in your field or general names like big authors or right now I'm thinking, for example, of Brene Brown. She's a big reference as a sociologist and author of amazing books around vulnerability and societal issues as well as confidence. She really helped a lot of people in the world with her books to really live a mindful life and live our professional careers as well with full of meaning. So Brene Brown is somebody that inspires me a lot. She has some amazing books. And when you look at her, you might think, 
how did she suddenly become this famous reference and big name? Obviously, you know it, but it's important to realize that before Brene Brown, for example, become became this big name, she had to work for years before she became somebody so famous worldwide. So the first thing is to understand that to become the go-to expert, it takes time, but it also takes consistency. However, I don't want you to feel intimidated by this example either, because I truly believe that when you have a clear niche and a small niche, you can very quickly actually become the go-to expert in your field. So the key here to start is to really be clear about where is your ideal customer and what is that industry where you want to become the go-to expert and it doesn't have to be something intimidated, right? The most important is to be very strategic about where and how you put your energy to become this expert that people know, like, and trust. So let's start with the first step. How do you get people to know you and to be strategic about that? So for you to make sure that people know you, you first need yourself to know, again, who is your ideal customer. And that is something that I cover in details in the workbook of this episode. So make sure to check out some of the insights there. And I know that this part can be very difficult for a lot of people to have to pick a real clear niche. The more you are convinced about the importance of doing so, the more effective you will be at it. So if you're struggling with FOMO, fear of missing out, know that even if you decide to pick a lane to choose a niche, it doesn't mean that you're not going to attract other people. It just means that you are going to effectively put your energy in one direction. And if other people come from Outside of this niche, you can still help them or work with them. You're not going to say, no, I'm not going to serve you. By the way, the more you grow in your niche, the more you will actually start becoming the expert too outside of your niche. And I can share with you that from my personal experience, I've started my first couple of years with Tandem Nomads focusing on expat spouses and I still focus a lot of my marketing on the niche of expat spouses. But that did not stop me from continuously attracting clients outside this niche. If I've tried to become a marketing and business coach for everybody, I would have reached nobody. But because I've created my brand in this niche, it is now much easier for me to attract people outside of this niche. So whenever you feel that fear of missing out and that hesitation to focus on a niche, remind yourself this quote. You will succeed much faster when you decide to become a big fish in a small pond rather than a small fish in a big pond. The second thing you need to know is how to express effectively the problem you solve. For people to know you, but also know what you're good at, you need to be able to express very clearly what problem you can solve for your ideal clients. 
And that is something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with, especially at the beginning of that journey. So the faster and the earlier you're capable of nailing your pitch and nailing the problem that you're solving, the better it is. And I've often talked that in previous episodes about the importance of understanding that when you're presenting your business, your offer or your services, what you do, who you are, it's never about you. It's actually about your customer. And notice when I tell you people need to know you, I'm actually telling you that all the things that you actually need to know about other people. So here is the same with the second point. You need to know very clearly what problem you solve for your ideal clients. And you have to use effective words that your ideal clients can resonate with so that they understand from the first second that you present yourself what you are good at and where you can help them. In the workbook of this episode, I also share with you a very practical template to help you practice your pitch in really explaining effectively what problem you solve, but also, once you've done that, what transformation do you provide? In fact, once we know what problem you solve, then we also want to know what is the result that you provide. So the more you can express, the better, sorry, you can express the transformation from problem to solution, the more effective you will be and making people know immediately what you're good at and what you are here for and how you can help them. So this is really important. Only once you have had a clear definition of who is your ideal client, what problem you solve, what transformation you provide, then you can look at what are the different ways where I can get exposure and visibility, etc. And that is where your marketing strategy comes into place, where you decide what are going to be your key strategies to get visibility. For example, advertising, speaking engagement, interviews on the media, etc. A little side note, I have a whole episode where I share with you how to choose what marketing strategy you should focus on and I will share it with you as well in the show notes of this episode. There's a section in this page called key resources so go and find the link of that episode about how to run a market research that allows you to know what is the ideal marketing strategy for you. So again, go to tandemnomads.com slash 213 and you'll find the information right there as well. All right, I shared with you here the key important things you need to know about how to make sure that people, first of all, know you. And then once they know you comes the second step, which is getting them to like you. So how do you make your audience and your ideal customers get to like you? And here, again, it's all about you actually liking your customers in a way and getting to know them so well that when you talk about their challenges and you speak to them and express what is the problem that they are experiencing that you're here to solve, that when you do that, that your ideal customers say, oh my God, you are in my head. You know exactly how I'm feeling. This is exactly how I feel. So this is how you start getting people to like you is by really embracing their challenges, embracing their language and knowing their pain points so well as if you were going through it yourself. 
And by the way, you might actually be going through it yourself or have been going through it yourself. And that is probably why you started this business. As I know from experience, as well with all my clients, most of the time, their business is born from a challenge they experienced and wanted to fix it. So, but here, as you become an expert, here is the big danger about this. The more we become an expert in our field, for example, in my case, marketing, the more I will be tempted to give you some marketing jargon and talk about the technicalities of marketing instead of really sharing with you the language that you understand, right? So as you become an expert, try to make sure to not start trying to impress people with fancy language, but rather get to know the language of your ideal client so that they can really resonate with what you're saying and then start liking you because they really feel like you know them so well that they can slowly start to trust you and we'll get there as well. I'm going to give you here a typical example of an area that where if you spoke the language of your expertise in your industry rather than your client, it will get you to lose your client. And I'm going to give you an example with my specific case because that's the best place where I can give you a practical example. As a marketing expert, instead of calling this episode how to become the go-to expert, I could have called it how to create a funnel to convert your hot leads into customers. This is basically in marketing jargon what I would have said technically that I'm teaching you today. Today I'm teaching you of how to create a marketing funnel to convert leads into customers. But instead I'm speaking your language because I know that what you want is to become the go-to expert in your field so that customers come to buy from you, right? So do the same in your industry. Don't try to impress your clients with fancy words. Focus on the language they know and they relate to. And you also want to be really good at your messaging, at your wording. The more your branding is on point with a really strong messaging, the more effective you will be at making your customer relate to you. And by the way, as I speak now about branding, I'm just going to make a side note here. A lot of people think that building a brand is about having a nice logo, nice color, a beautiful website, great brochures, great billboards, great banners. No, branding is first about messaging and messaging is about speaking the language of your client. And for you to be able to do that, you will need to speak to your customers, run surveys, spend a lot of time listening and taking notes of the vocabulary that your clients use to express their pain points, their desires and anything that they look for when they make their choices on who to work with or which product or service to buy to solve their problem or desire. So take the time to listen carefully and of course, I have a whole episode about that as well that I will link into the show notes of the episode of how to run surveys so that you can learn this language and then ultimately get people to like you because they relate to you thanks to your choice of language and the fact that you show your audience that you know them so well that you can describe their pain points exactly the way they experience it. 
All right, so once you do that, then slowly you will get them to trust you. However, it's not enough. It's not enough to get them to like you, for them to buy from you and decide to invest in you to solve that problem. There's still one more step, which is creating the trust factor. And this is a really big one that you really have to pay close attention to. So how do you get people to trust you? You get people to trust you when you start giving them value before even you sell to them anything, before even you approach them with your offer. The more wins you can give to somebody, the more inspiration you can give to somebody, the more quick wins you can offer to somebody, the more they will trust you and then be willing to pay to get more value and really solve their problem. So here comes the dilemma of where is that barrier between free and paid service and free and paid value. Guess what again? I have a whole episode about that one that will link to the show notes. It's really important to go through that because I know it's a big dilemma. But it's really important to understand that for people to trust you, you need to give value and then slowly analyze where is that like fine line between free and paid however I always believe that the more you truly care for your customers you the more you embody your mission statement the more you embody the values and the reason why you do what you do the more it will transpire in everything you do without any efforts you obviously need to be passionate about what you're doing to get to that point and passionate about helping your clients that it becomes even difficult for you to not give things away for free however you want to be strategic about that as well so again check out that episode where I talk about what's the difference between paid and free value but keep that in mind trust comes first by giving value and here I am going to show you one practical marketing uh, aspect of how to give value, which is your content strategy. I'm a huge fan of content strategy because I think it's the best way to showcase your expertise and become the go-to expert by sharing insights, sharing tips and showing your knowledge. And when you do that, again, you need to be mindful that it's not giving knowledge for the sake of giving knowledge, but really knowing what are the pain points of your customers so that you can be able to serve them effectively with high quality content. As you can see here, every episode that I give you, my, my goal here, even with this one, is to have your trust that I know what I'm talking about and that I know as well the challenges of growing visibility. And that is why I'm bringing you this way of looking at it so that you can as well start thinking about your marketing in a different way. So think about that in your case. How can you build strategic content that you will share with your audience so that they can really see your expertise or the quality of your product and services? Now, if you have a product-based business, that sometimes can be challenging. So here, uh, it's also important to see other aspects of content strategies. Sometimes inspiring or demonstrating your product can be a way to build that trust. So the more you are able to demonstrate the value of your product before even people buy it, the more chances people will trust you. So if you have a product-based 
business, think about what can you do with your content to demonstrate the value of what you have to provide. Also, social proof is a big one. Social proof is in fact anything that will help prove that you can provide results and gives you credibility and also evidence of the transformation and results that you can provide for your clients. So make sure that you're collecting testimonials, that you are collecting uh, also stories, that you're collecting case studies, reviews, etc. As many social proof as you can get so that people can start trusting you. Also, if, for example, you are a consultant, then uh, an aspect of social proof is, for example, the names of the big companies you worked for. Another type of social proof is also media. If you've been interviewed by big media outlets, all of these things are elements that can help enhance that trust factor. And this is where, as well, your marketing strategy becomes important to get all to collect all these areas where you can actually get even more trust factors and more social proof about the value of your expertise. But here is my final key about trust, how you build trust. On top of everything I've shared with you now, here is the big thing that makes the difference between real professionals, real experts, and those who try at it and don't succeed. And you know what's that? It's consistency. The more you're consistent with your content, the more you will be seen as the expert to go to. This is really important to see that consistency is not just a fancy word. Consistency means that you are showing up on a regular basis. So when you show up on a regular basis with key takeaways, key tips, you become a stable place to go to whenever we think about our problem and want to think, hey, what if I can go there and check out if there's something there that can help me? And ultimately, the more the client gets the habit of say, hey, what would this person do? Then suddenly, when they really, really are committed to solving their problem, then they realize, I need this person to help me with this problem. It happened to me so many times that a client would tell me, you know, I was listening to your podcast, I learned so much from it, and then I found myself saying, hey, what ML would do here? What ML would tell me to do here that I finally decided to call you to work with you? This is something that I've been told so many times. And this is how you become the expert to go to is when people start asking themselves, what would this person tell me what to do? Or what if this product is what I need to fix this problem? All right. So this is how by building consistency in the brain of the customer, the fact that you repeatedly show um, come up in their feed, come up in their thoughts that ultimately that will get them to take action. And when they don't take action on their own and then you decide, for example, to make a promotion, to make an announcement, to, uh, to approach a client, to propose your offer, then the, the steps for them to say yes to you will be much shorter when they've already heard about you, when they already started liking you, when they already started trusting you. It will be so much faster and so much easier to convert a prospect to a client when these steps have been taken with your 
audience and prospects. So here you have it. This is how you go from being a small fish to becoming a big fish in a small pond is by making sure that first of all, people know you, then like you, then trust you. So think about that as you grow in your business and look at what you're doing in your business strategically to create these three steps into your processes and be mindful about it in everything you do through your business. What are you doing for people to know you? What are you doing for people to like you? And what are you doing for people to trust you? And again, if you listen again to this episode properly and carefully, you will realize that it's actually never, never about you. Even if I'm telling you, make people like you and trust you and know you, Actually, what you're doing is making sure to know your client well, to love your clients and to serve them so well that they ended up trusting you. So very important that you always put yourself in the shoes of your clients and make them at the center of all your efforts. So if you want to learn how to create this know, like, and trust factor with practical steps, I want you to use my 3C system to revenue and impact. And for that, you will find the workbook with exercises and templates in the show notes of this episode on tandemnomads.com slash 213. Don't hesitate to download, do the work, follow the process, and then I want to hear from you reach out to me if you found it helpful. And if you have any questions, reach out as well. Don't hesitate. When you download this workbook, you'll find my email, which is connect at tandemnomads.com. You can as well reach out via Instagram, DM me there, follow me where I share a lot of tips as well on Instagram. So I look forward to connecting with you and hearing from you. And I want to thank you for taking the time to spending this moment with me. It means the world to me that you give me your attention and your time. So thank you so, so much, Nomad Nation, and meet you in the next episode. In the meantime, stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.